Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Johnson Wealth and Income Management is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities. a retirement plan allows millions of people to lose 30 to 50 percent of their life savings just as they near retirement. It's a society based on freedom and choice and personal responsibility. There are no guarantees. It's important that people deal with someone to make sure to provide lifetime income. Lifetime income. And now to our story. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. Well, how are you today? I hope you are well. I hope your family is good. I know that I am grateful to be here and I'm grateful to have you as a listener. Maybe you're taking a little bit of time this weekend and you're just having a little bit of relaxation, maybe drinking a cup of coffee, sitting in your favorite chair. Maybe you're driving, who knows, but I'm grateful to have you here. Now, today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be something that I think many of you will be able to appreciate and draw a lot of valuable information from. But I do have a strict set of criteria for you to be an eligible listener for this particular episode. So here we go. In order to be eligible to listen to this particular program today, either A, you have to be a child, you have to have been a child, or you know someone who was a child. How does that sound? That's right. Very specific terms and conditions on this particular program. Well, why is it so special? Why are we dressing up this episode in cloak and dagger? Well, here's the reason. One of the things that I have to deal with as a fiduciary is clients that age. And as clients are aging and they're getting older and things begin to kind of decay and things begin to erode from a mental perspective, from a logic perspective. I have to deal with my parents as they age. I have to deal with your parents as they age. I have to deal with you as you're dealing with your parents as they age. And the reality is, is that it can be a very unsavory thing. But I believe that there is some definite wisdom, points of wisdom that we can all learn from so that if you're not there yet, if you're not having to deal with your parents as they get older, as they age, these things, I believe, are going to be able to assist in preparing you mentally and emotionally for what challenges may lay ahead for you. If you're just in the throes of it, I want you to understand that I get it. I've gone through this with my parents, and I know that it is a very difficult thing. And it's hard to see the people that potentially were your Superman or Superwoman 
And now they have reached a point in their life where they cannot make sound decisions. But this is hopefully going to be a show that will be able to help you. And I encourage you to take notes. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Now today... Obviously, we're talking about your mom. We're talking about your dad. And the first order of business, I guess, the first piece of wisdom that I would offer to you is that as you're dealing with a parent that is obviously older and they're starting to experience some challenges is exhibit a great deal of empathy. I think empathy is the single most important thing as we're dealing with our parents. We have to remember that our parents came from a different generation. They came from a different upbringing. They came from a very different background. And society and money and investing was all very different to them than it is possibly to you. And, you know, you've heard that song, walk a mile in that man's shoes or potentially the proverb, whatever it is. And we all understand what it's trying to relate to us, that We think we know what it's like, but we really don't until we begin to step into their shoes and see things from their perspective. So as you're dealing with a parent that is getting older, having a high degree of empathy, I think, is a very important thing. The second thing that I would encourage you to consider is to reserve judgment. Reserving judgment, I have found, has been extremely helpful because children more than likely want to be genuinely helping their parents. But as all of us are subject to it, we become very opinionated because of our own experiences. We become very opinionated because of things we've gone through. And as a result, until we have actually understood all of the facts, all of the circumstances, all of the reasoning behind what's going on in our parents' life, It's very, very difficult if we're clouding all of those circumstances with our own judgment. And so I encourage you as a child, if you're dealing with your parent, to reserve judgment until you have gotten all of the facts. And that happens to segue beautifully into point number three, which is get all of the facts. Now, here's the challenge for us as children. As children, there are many things that are kind of standing in our way of being able to get all of the facts. And I'm going to share with you some very, very important principles as it pertains to you and working with your parents on a financial basis here in just a moment. But getting all the facts is making certain that you understand account numbers, making certain that you understand the type of investment or investment account that your parent has, making certain that you understand the company that has the custodianship of that particular account that you're looking at and making certain that you're understanding how that particular account works. You know, there is such a broad array of different investments in today's world, and there always has been a very broad array, but it seems to be getting increasingly broader. It seems to be getting more in-depth, more specific. And so as a result, we have to be very, very careful to Sometimes consider what the best question is to ask in order to get the best answer. Now, with this, one of the challenges that you may personally face as a child working with your parents 
is going to be a family. And I hate to say that because it shouldn't be said. We should all be able to get along and understand that at the nucleus and the center of the focus here is to help mom or to help dad or both of them. But getting your family on your side, getting your family to support you in doing what you need to do to financially help your mom and your dad is of the greatest importance. It's numero uno underneath empathy, in my personal opinion. And this is where you have to have open discussions. Now, I don't live under a rock. I've done this for 25 years as an advisor, and I have seen kind of the best of it, and I've seen the worst of it when it comes to family dynamics. And you know what? You may have the greatest, kindest heart in the world, but you might have a sibling who thinks that you're just the scum of the earth and that you're just trying to rip off mom and dad because they feel that potentially you're going to rip them off ultimately. So being clear about your intentions, being extremely clear about your motivation and what you're here to try to accomplish and getting as many of your family on board with that is of very great importance because certainly you're already going to be facing challenges in other ways. Having your family work against you or try to stonewall you is going to only make your life more difficult. So how do you go about getting information? Well, if you've got the support of the family and your parents are in a way where they are not completely without mental faculty, then you're going to need to try to accomplish getting yourself a financial power of attorney. Now, what does a financial power of attorney really accomplish? Well, it is kind of the key to your kingdom. It's the key to their kingdom, really, because a financial power of attorney, first and foremost, is a fiduciary. It is a person who is legally held to the standard of doing what is in the best interest of the person that you're representing. So, for instance, if you had a child and that child was, say, mentally retarded and they had some physical disablements and they were your child, well, guess what? Your responsibility is still to take care of that child, to do for them whatever is necessary to take care of them from a health standpoint, from a financial standpoint, from a shelter standpoint, food standpoint. You're there to take care of them. And a financial power of attorney gives you the authority, but also provides a level of accountability and responsibility on you to make decisions that are in the best interest of your mom and your dad. And a financial power of attorney allows you the key to the kingdom by giving you a document in which you can then provide to a financial institution like a bank, an insurance company, a broker, a financial advisor, a brokerage firm, an annuity company, whatever is financially related, that power of attorney is going to be the key that allows you to get the information that you need. Now, we have to keep in mind, and for those of you that are listening to this show and you're getting older and you're thinking, oh my goodness, like my kids might take me to the cleaners. Well, that is a valid fear, but not really, because when you think about it, the financial power of attorney is limited or it can be limited. This is something that allows you as the parent to be able to say, yes, I give the authority to this child or to this person to do this, 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 and this. Oftentimes I find that powers of attorney though are very broad. There is a list, but I would say the majority of the time 
the child is given full access and full authority to be able to make transactions, to be able to write checks, to be able to make trades, to be able to make financial decisions with regards to real estate and selling real estate or buying real estate. These are authorities that are set forth within that financial power of attorney. And this is what gives you the freedom to be able to go from institution to institution and get the information that you need so that you can get all the facts from mom and dad. Now, bear in mind that financial powers of attorney come in two different forms. One's going to come in the form of what is called the springing power of attorney. Generally, these are becoming less and less popular because you have to more often than not take your parent before two different doctors to be assessed for their mental stability and their mental faculty to make certain that they are truly in a position where they need some assistance and someone to be their advocate. However, doctors are trying to get away from that because they don't want to be held accountable for saying that mom or dad are nuts. So the immediate power of attorney is becoming much more prevalent. And here's how it works. Once it has been created, once it has been signed and it's executed and it's now in force, it's ready to be deployed whenever necessary. So if dad has a heart attack or mom has a stroke, now you know that you can grab that document and immediately get to work. So if you're thinking, you know, that really does make sense. Or if you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. My staff will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value to you and we'll email them to you or we'll mail them if you prefer. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. Sit tight because we've got a lot more to help prepare you for this time that may be coming in your life. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com important financial question. Are you feeling confident that you have enough money saved to enjoy a stress-free retirement? Honestly, I'm not sure. That's where Retirement Income Source's investment advisory arm comes in. We exist to help you invest your money smartly. I'm struggling to accept my retirement without a steady paycheck. So can you help me invest into a profitable revenue plan? Absolutely. We have a fiduciary obligation to you, helping you generate retirement income. A properly managed, income-oriented portfolio can successfully seek to deliver both short-term and long-term return outperformance to help solve most challenges investors face when investing for a more successful, sustainable retirement. Call Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- Two nine zero three eight three seven, and for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. The Retirement Income Source: Assets make things possible. Income makes things happen. Time now for more of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. And welcome to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. 
I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management, a retirement income source located in Clear Lake and Humboldt, Iowa, serving clients in northern Iowa and southern Minnesota. If you're just joining us today, welcome to the program. We're talking about when mom and dad get older and when you are called upon to help them financially and to help them with their retirement and all the various different responsibilities that we can be now stuck with as a child helping our parent as they get older. And we just left off talking about powers of attorney. So if you're just joining us, this is very important because we want to think about the responsibility that you have. The first kind of principle that I shared is being empathetic. How about we take and just express a little bit of grace to mom and dad as they're getting older, understanding that they're in a very unique position in their phase of life. You're in a very different phase of life. And making certain that you're reserving judgment and that you're getting all the facts is of paramount importance in this particular case. Here you are, and you're responsible to take care of your mom. You're responsible to take care of your dad. And instead of this being a burden, which I know it can be, trust me, I know. I know what it's like having a parent in the nursing home and having a young family at home and having a responsibility as a financial advisor and a business owner, and you feel like you're being pulled in every direction. Trust me, I get it. It's very emotionally draining. It's physically draining. It's mentally exhausting. It is an emotional stress that completely just sucks you dry. But we want to maintain a degree of emotional maturity where we can be empathetic. We can reserve our judgment about what's going on after we have gotten all of the facts, and then we let the facts determine if we're headed in the right direction for mom and dad. And getting family support, getting your family on your side as you're doing this is going to be of ultimate security because now you're being open, you're being transparent, your family understands what you're doing, why you're doing it. And you know what? Most of them will either A, pitch in to help you to make your job a little bit easier, and you'll have teammates Or you may end up having family that says, hey, man, go right ahead. I'll let you do that. I really don't have the time or the wherewithal. But the power of attorney is your legal key to their kingdom. And as I said before, you've got springing POAs. You've got immediate powers of attorney. And I see more often than not, the immediate power of attorney is becoming more and more popular because then you don't have to take your parents before a couple of different doctors and have an assessment made. Now, Let's get down to the crux of it. You're going to be dealing with lots of different institutions. You're going to be dealing with the bank. You're going to be dealing with insurance companies. You're going to be dealing with potentially wirehouses or brokerage outfits. And first and foremost, we know that banks are there to support our community. We know that banks have been here to support our parents. And oftentimes, banks are very protective And I want you to take that in the right spirit. They're not here to try to hose you. They're not here to try to prevent you from doing what's right or getting information, but they are going to be very protective. And you know why? Because there is plenty of people that are being scammed. There's plenty of people that are experiencing elder abuse. There's plenty of people that they see every single day trying to take advantage of a parent or a grandparent. And it's sickening. But this is the reason why they have the protocols that they do. So they're going to need more than just, oh, yeah, we know that you're Lucy's daughter or son. They're going to need that financial power of attorney, and so will the other institutions. 
So if you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered with regards to something that we discussed, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step, reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, if your mom and dad have an advisor, remember that it is important for you to reserve judgment. It is important for you to get all of the facts. This means that it is going to be advisable for you to have a sit-down, face-to-face meeting or a telephone call or a Zoom with their advisor. And remember that we can have a person who is an insurance agent. They could be an advisor to us in some loose terms. We could have a broker who we could be considering an advisor. We could have a fiduciary like myself who is an advisor, a true advisor. Now, we want to be extremely careful to understand that they have a relationship with this person, and that relationship may be a good, strong one. It may be a very, very old one. It could be a very, very bad one. We really don't know. But it is going to be up to you to be able to identify the different various companies that your parents have money with and identify if there is an advisor that is listed. And if there is one, then reaching out to that advisor and scheduling some time to be able to ask questions about the various different accounts that your parent has. Now, if you go into that meeting like a bull in a china shop, if you go in with all sorts of preconceived notions and ideas and opinions and you have your set of ideas about what's right for mom and dad, you have your set of ideas as to what they need to be doing, and you go in with that attitude, it's going to be difficult at best because now you run the risk of putting that advisor on guard. That advisor puts up his dukes and he looks at you and says, what a jerk. They don't even know me. They don't even know why we did what we did. And they're already acting as though I'm the bad guy or I'm the bad lady. So I encourage you to approach this meeting with grace, with an open mind, and be able to ask good quality questions. The who, what, where, when, and how, and why. Those are the questions that you want to ask. Who does mom and dad have their money with? What is it in? How does it work? How long has it been there? What are the benefits? What are the cons of owning or having money in this? Asking all of those various questions and writing those questions down prior to the meeting and then being able to bring statements to collaborate what you think your parents have and be able to approach this from a fact-finding perspective is going to be very, very helpful to you. Now, in many respects, if you're dealing with a parent who deals with multiple different companies and multiple different advisors. This is something which is not uncommon at all. Then again, there's other parents that only have one advisor and that advisor basically handles everything. It's kind of a one-stop shop. And so being able to be a little flexible and understand that you may have to have multiple meetings to understand and to be able to go through everything that mom and dad have and how it all works together and identify whether it's working together cohesively or if you know you've got one account over here that's really contrary to this account over here those are the things that these meetings are going to be able to help you ascertain now if you feel as though the advisor is serving your parents well there's nothing wrong with relaying to the advisor what's going on with mom and dad in fact it's very helpful 
And remember, your advisor has absolutely zero requirement to provide you information unless you provide that advisor with a financial power of attorney to show that you've got the authority to be asking these questions. So when we have gathered the facts, then I believe it's okay to personally assess whether or not it's actually helpful to your parents to continue to maintain these accounts. And if you don't know any better, then this is where you ask for help. I cannot count the number of my clients who have begun having this experience with their own parents and they gathered up the information, they had the meetings with their parents' advisors, and then they came to me as their personal advisor to provide them a second opinion. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. You're here to benefit and to support your parents. And if you feel as though you're not getting all of the facts or you feel as though there's maybe some information that is being withheld or maybe it's a little bit tainted or maybe there is not a free flow of information that is completely transparent to you, then you have the ability of being able to take that information as long as you have that financial power of attorney to your own personal advisor and get a second opinion on what mom and dad are doing. Now, keep in mind that making big financial shifts, especially late in life, could be one of the best things that's ever happened to your parents. But on the flip side of that coin, it could also be a, one of the worst decisions. I've seen advisors of clients and then that client brought in mom and dad's information and that advisor was like the vulture and decided to take everything over and completely take it out of this and put all of the money in that. And before you know it, it was a disservice instead of a compliment to the actual parent. So we have to be very careful of that. And you know your advisor better than anyone does. So just be cautious about baking big financial decisions. In the last few minutes that we have, I want to then discuss the most unsavory part of this. Your responsibility in helping mom and dad is not only expressing the empathy, reserving judgment, getting all the facts, getting the support of your family on your side, getting the right legal documentation, like the power of attorney to be able to get all of this, having the meetings. But then it's also being able to understand what's going to happen at the close of your parents' life. You know, at death, how do these accounts work? Who's going to be getting these accounts, these dollars in these accounts? And will it get taxed? Now, how does it work? should be pretty straightforward. Most all financial accounts are going to have financial designated beneficiaries, and you want to make certain that those beneficiaries are up to date. Remember, as a power of attorney, you cannot be listing yourself as a beneficiary, even though you may be you know, one of four children and your parents want all the money to be divided four ways. In this case, you generally still have to get your parents' signature on a beneficiary change. But if you find that beneficiaries are out of date, beneficiaries need to be changed because maybe someone has died or they need to be updated, then getting those taken care of and getting that household in order before they die is going to be of ultimate importance. And then being able to determine how is it going to get taxed is another big issue because your siblings are going to want to know, well, if mom and dad die and we get X, Y, and Z, do we have to pay tax on that? Or does their estate pay tax? Or do mom and dad pay tax? Does mom and dad take it out now to realize the tax so we get it tax-free? Do we get 10 years if it's an IRA or 
You know, all of these facts and all of these details are so very important to ask the questions on. So hopefully in today's episode, you've realized that there is a great deal of responsibility as a child and being able to help your parent as effectively as possible is the ultimate outcome. That's what we want, but we have to be ready for the challenge and we have to know what we need to know before we walk into this so that we can do it as gracefully as we possibly can. Now, if you've been listening to this radio show for some time and you've got a burning question, I encourage you go to our website, johnsonwim.com, as in wealthincomemanagement.com, where you will be able to email us whatever questions that you have. If you send us a question and it's something that I know that I can explicitly answer for you and I can help give you a little bit of guidance, I'm willing to do that. So go ahead, go to our website, johnsonwim.com, and you'll be able to reach out to us personally. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. I want to thank you for your attendance. This is Matthew Johnson. And remember, it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.